You can learn so much by watching what successful people are doing and emulating them. In today's podcast, I actually want to share some of the people that I've been following who are rocking their personal brands and explain why I think you should follow them too. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. So in the last episode, I shared with you three things that Nicole Walters was doing to really like kill it with her podcast. She's just knocking it out of the park. And it made me realize that there's a lot of people I follow who are doing some incredible things. And so besides her, which since obviously I already did an episode about her, I think she's phenomenal. I wanted to share some of the other people that I follow because I think that you could learn so much by watching what they're doing and really picking up on the nuances and watching for the things I've been talking about in this podcast about story and putting your audience first and all of these things. And I have learned many of these things just by watching these people. So let's dive in because I would really love to share the love of these people, get you following them and let you see them putting these things into action and getting massive results. So first up, Jennifer Allwood is one of my favorite people to follow. And I think in part, the reason I really love Jennifer is she's just so true to who she is. And she is by far the best person I have ever seen on Facebook Lives. Like, she can knock them out of the park like they are nothing. In fact, she's got like a monstrous Facebook page. I mean, I, I don't know the exact number. It's somewhere between 300 and 400,000 people. Maybe it's more than that now, but it's huge. And they just, they show up, man. When she goes live, they show up. But not only does she share business tips, she really does a phenomenal job of sharing her life and talking about her belief system. So she's a Christian as well. She talks about how that really makes a difference in her business. And she's very faith-based in what she teaches. And I really love seeing people of faith really lean into that and bring that into their businesses. Because like I mentioned in past episodes, it was something that I was really hesitant to do when I was first starting my business way back. The online business was back in 2011, because most of the people that I saw doing that at that time were doing it in a way that was super like gross to me. I didn't want to be associated with that. So I left my personal faith out of stuff at that point. So it's really refreshing to see somebody who incorporates their faith into their business in a way that is just so beautiful and so well done. Like there's no manipulation. There's no ickiness to it at all. It's such a perfect balance and it's so true to who she is. So Jennifer also mainly works with creative. She's a painter, but like that's how she started. She had a painting company, but now she helps photographers, artists, Etsy sellers, jewelry makers, any kind of person who's making some sort of art or craft. She helps them understand how they can make money doing that and grow their business 
doing that. In fact, I think she's got a course open right now. She only does it like once a year. So if you want to check that out, I believe it's called the Creator's Roadmap. I should probably double check. The correct link will be in the show notes. It's not an affiliate link or anything. It's just phenomenal. She's got like six main different ways she helps people make money with their crafts and their creations. And it's really, really good. But I adore her both from watching how she does things, but she's also a personal friend that I've gotten to know in the mastermind that I'm in that Stu McLaren leads. And so I just adore her. She is killing it and definitely check her out on Instagram and Facebook both. She, oh, she's really good with the Instagram stories as well, which probably shouldn't be surprising since she's amazing with the Facebook lives too, but definitely somebody to watch and follow. The next person that I would recommend following is Amy Porterfield. Now I have been following Amy Porterfield for years. And Amy Porterfield, in my mind, was always very professional, not very personal at all, but really high quality, easy to understand and implement information. And she just was so good at breaking it down and making it easy for people. And honestly, that's kind of the route that I took when I started the Modern Talk back in 2011. I was really focused on high quality teaching and breaking things down, but not having a lot of personality. Like I've always kind of thought of myself as taking a similar strategy as she has with her business. But over the last year or two, I've noticed that she's really started to shift her messaging online. And it's a good shift. And I'm not sure if this is when it started, but this is kind of when I picked up on it. But gosh, it must have been over a year ago now, maybe a year and a half ago. I'm not sure of the exact timing, but she put out a podcast that was all about why she was afraid to be on camera. And it had to do with her personal weight. And it was a really gutsy thing for her to do based on who she used to portray in her business. Like she was so professional and not very personal, frankly. And she's started to really open up to who she really is and how she feels and what she believes. And it's been, she's still on that journey, but like I just see her taking more and more steps in the direction of having a strong personal brand. I mean, she does. Her podcast is well known. She's got her website is amyporterfield.com. Like she's got a personal brand, but I finally see her putting more of herself in there. And that's, you know, I don't know her personally, so I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming that's her, but she's doing such a great job. And I just really have loved watching her step out of her comfort zone and then seeing the rewards of that. I think she's doing a phenomenal job. And one thing that I think she's doing really well along with that is keeping her audience as like, the main focus. She, I mean, she's sharing about herself, but she ties it back into her audience so well. And I just think that she's definitely somebody to follow. And if you've been watching her for a while, pay attention to how she started implementing this into her business, because I believe we're only going to see more of this from her. And I think it's a phenomenal move on her part. One other thing that I have to mention, you know, since I work with photographers is a couple of months ago, gosh, it was last fall, I think, she put out a couple of Instagram stories about how she decided to hire a photographer every single month so that she would always have fresh images to help her grow her personal brand and her Instagram following. And so since that's what I teach photographers to do, like to take photos of entrepreneurs and influencers to help them grow their personal brands, one, I thought that was really fascinating because it's more evidence that this is growing. But two, I think that it's one of the smartest things you can do as an entrepreneur. 
in order to keep moving forward on platforms like Instagram, which are so visual and so like photo based. And so I'm really inspired by what she's doing. I've really loved watching her transformation and I cannot wait to see where she goes as she just leans into this because I know it's only going to cause her to grow even more. And it's just really beautiful to watch. It feels a little bit like a butterfly like coming out of a cocoon where she's been like constrained before and that she's breaking free and like finally letting her wings out. And it's beautiful. I just I've loved watching her and I think you'll enjoy following her as well. I would recommend following her both she has an amazing podcast and also on Instagram. I don't actually follow her on the other platforms, but those are the main two I follow her on. She probably has other stuff out there, but that's where I've been kind of watching more of this stuff go down. The next person that I would recommend following is totally different. It's Russell Brunson. He is the founder of ClickFunnels and he just thinks so big. Like Russell's got all these ideas, but oh man, does Russell have stories And he shares them very openly on his podcast. He shares them on stage when he speaks. And he does such a good job of tying those stories back into lessons for his audience. And there's so much to be learned from him as well. The other thing that I think Russell Brunson does particularly well is that he uses every single platform differently. So the content that he puts on Facebook is totally different than what he puts on YouTube, which is different from what he puts on Instagram, which is different from what he puts on Instagram stories even. Like he just does such a great job of crafting content that's specifically suited for the platform that it's on. I mean, even his podcast is very different from everything else too. So that's what I would actually encourage you to check out about Russell is all the different ways that he's producing content for the different platforms. And I know that might seem overwhelming. I'm not in a place to be on all the platforms. I'm not saying that you should necessarily be on all the platforms either. I think it's best to start with one and go deep before you branch out to the others so that you can really do one really, really well and streamline how you do that and then branch off into other platforms. So for me, I'm starting with the podcast here. And then next, I'm going to be really digging deeper into Instagram as well. In fact, I hired a writer to help me do that. I think I mentioned her back on episode 18. And so you will start seeing my Instagram finally get some life in it and finally see some of the photos that my photographer has been taking for me showing up there. And I started with the podcast stuff and I'm not done podcasting and I still have a lot more that I can do with this. But now I feel it's on a flow where I can start focusing on other things and bringing on team members to help in those other areas. And so Russell hits all of them. He's got a massive team. His company is huge. I mean, it's crazy successful. And so he can do that more easily But watch what he does and the kind of content he puts on each platform and how it's customized to what the users of that platform want. Because people who are surfing YouTube want something very different than somebody who's listening to a podcast or reading a blog. So he just does that super well. And um, some of the things he teaches is all about having a charismatic leader and attractive character as part of how you grow your business. So if you haven't read Expert Secrets, his book about growing a business, it's phenomenal. It's one of the best business books I've ever read. He talks about it more there. He really talks about building that culture and having a personal brand, whether it's yours or another like 
person. He doesn't really distinguish between the two, but he makes a huge case for having a personal brand. And he does that incredibly well on his own too. I also appreciate that he brings his faith into his business a lot as well. And he talks about it regularly on his podcast, even though that's not a big like part of like the business itself, like it's not integrated into what he does. He does talk about it pretty openly. And I found a lot of just encouragement and inspiration for how he does that without it being uncomfortable in any way. It's just, it's really great. I just really, I think he's somebody to continue watching because he thinks big And I think he's at a point where he's thinking about scaling his impact. And so I'm always challenged to start thinking bigger when I'm listening to him or following his stuff. It's just really good. Next up, I would recommend following James Wedmore. I have followed James for years as well, but kind of from a distance. If I'm honest, I haven't like super stalked him like some of the other people I've mentioned on this list. But I've watched him go from like the video guy to really helping people scale their biz. He's gone through like this massive pivot as well. And it's been fun to watch him navigate this. And I think this is why I didn't really follow him very much early on was because I'm not a video person or I wasn't at the time when I was getting started. I didn't have a lot of time to watch video because I had little kids around. I was working a full-time job before I started my online business. And so video wasn't really something that I wanted to focus on. In fact, until Facebook Lives, I didn't do hardly any video unless I absolutely had to, just because it was so difficult and clunky and editing video was not something I wanted to do. So I think that's part of why I didn't follow as closely. But not only has he pivoted the focus of his business to really helping people scale, so he is phenomenal at helping you take a successful business and help you grow a team and create processes that are going to really help you get much, much bigger, really leverage the time and money that you have to continue to grow. And that was really pivotal to my success this last year in 2018, because it changes everything. It causes you to become a different person but the whole thing changes everything. I won't get into that too much. But the other cool thing is that I've seen him add more and more of his personality to his stuff as well. Just like I was watching Amy Porterfield do this, James has really gone all in with this. Even his followers say that he has this thing called Wedmore Woo, which I think is just hilarious. Um, He shares a whole episode about what he believes and then also one of the things that I thought was really a good step in this direction, it's, it's been a while since he did this. It's been at least half a year, I think. But he had one of his audience members interview him and help him share his like origin story on his podcast. And it was really, really good. I think it was from last summer. And it was fun to hear where he came from and hear some of those backstories that there was never really a lot of reason for him to share. And I just saw lots of people connecting with that and really enjoying that and talking about that. And so if you kind of watch his stuff, you'll see the transition he's made. And he's just going deeper and deeper into this. And I really think it's going to help him grow his business in a really big way. Next up, Jenna Kutcher. And I have actually been in the same circles as Jenna for years. We are both little Wisconsin wedding photographers. And I've watched her go from being completely unknown as a photographer to being this massive Instagram person with like, what, six or 700,000 followers. And, you know, she's, she's like an airy spokesmodel and like all this crazy stuff. It's been really fun to watch her grow 
especially since I've been able to see it since before anyone knew who she was. And she has been incredibly strategic about how she has grown her personal brand. And she is so consistent. Like she does not miss a post. She does not miss a podcast. She keeps going over and over and over again. And even when they were getting ready to have the birth of their daughter, she did like six months in advance of podcast so that there wouldn't be anything stopping while she was on maternity leave. And that takes some massive discipline. And so this has all been not only fun to watch, but I believe a lot of it comes from her being really intentional about, you know, the themes she's posting, the stories, but also being incredibly, incredibly consistent. Because if you're not consistent, it all falls apart. And so many people give up before it happens. And she grew pretty steadily. And then all of a sudden she had a post go viral and she like doubled or tripled her followers. I don't remember the exact number, but this last year she's really skyrocketed up in terms of followers and audience size because she had a post go viral. And it doesn't just happen by accident. It happens by being consistent over and over and over again. And then one of those posts may make it big. You never know, right? Actually, my friend Rachel Miller knows a lot about how to make things go viral. She has Moolah Marketing. Side note, if you want to check her out, she knows all that stuff. But the other interesting thing that I think is fun to watch with Jenna, she actually does a ton of paid sponsorships. And if this is something that you want to do or are interested in doing where people pay you to promote their products or you sell ad space or you sell sponsored Instagram posts or any of that. She does a lot of this and she does it really well. And so this is a place that you can really learn something different. And she's also really great at doing that with story, not just the sponsored stuff, but like sharing the stories too. Although she does do a lot of the sponsorship stuff you'll see is all wrapped up in story. She's a master storyteller. So I know that you can learn a lot from her, particularly her Instagram and her podcast. I think she does a bunch on Pinterest too, but those are the two where I've really watched and listened because she's doing a lot of things right. But having watched her this whole time, so much of it, so much of it comes from just really being intentional about the strategy she's using and then being consistent. Like, <laughs> I don't want to like downplay what she's done, but it's just, it's just shown me the value of showing up again and again and again and making everything about story. Next up is somebody that I haven't actually been following very long who has practically come out of nowhere in my mind. Her name is Rachel Hollis. And I first heard about her just a couple of months ago. And it's like, she's the only person I seem to hear about these days. And I feel like she kind of came out of nowhere and just became huge. And she is definitely doing something right. And so as I'm watching her, some of the things I've picked up already that I think she does really well is that she really helps people to see the best versions of themselves that they can be. And so she does a good job of wrapping her brand, her personal brand, and her stories like around her audience and their experiences. It does talk about her and like she does share her own personal experiences, but she does such a good job of tying that back to her audience. And I think that's part of why she has risen so quickly 
as well as really focusing on inspiring people. There's something really powerful in helping people adopt a new identity in themselves. And she is just really killing it. So I can't wait to see what happens with her. I don't know her as well. So I'm still watching closely too, but she's definitely somebody that you should be watching and following and seeing what she's doing, thinking about how you can do that in your own business as well. Got two more guys. We're getting there. Isn't this fun? I love sharing the people that I'm following and the things I'm learning from them because this is really how I do a lot of my research. I haven't paid for any classes on branding. I'm the kind of person who looks at stuff and I'm really good at breaking down what's going on behind the scenes and figuring out if that's going to work for me or not, or I try it and see if it's going to work for me or not. So next up on the list is Donald Miller. Now, he's not somebody who's pushing his name as much as he's pushing his brand, his business brand, which is called Story Brand. But he shares so many personal stories about himself, and he's so good at being authentic that I'm putting him on this list because he has. He has grown very fast over the last few years. I've also been following him for years, but he went through a massive pivot as well. So he has several books that he's written, mostly within the Christian genre. In fact, the first book I read of his was called Blue Like Jazz, and it has got some of the funniest stories in it. Like, It is so well written and it's the stories are about him, but he is just a master writer and he ties them back to you, the reader, so well. And obviously he's all in with story. His business is called Story Brand Now. I do recommend Blue Like Jesse. Other one that I love of his, and I I always botch the title of this. I totally should have like written it down before I did the podcast, but it's something like like a thousand miles in a million years or like a million miles in a thousand years. I don't remember the exact title. I can never remember the title of that book, but it talks about how when we have a greater purpose in our life and that we have this story that we can enter into that's bigger than just getting through the day, that it gives us purpose and joy and bonds us together in a totally different way. And that book has been so powerful to me as a parent It's also been powerful to me as I've been thinking about growing communities and what we stand for and what narratives I can bring in to my business that I can invite my audience to join me in. And it's just, it's been really good. I I could go into it really deep. Maybe that'll be another podcast episode, but (laughs) Donald, if by any chance you are reading that, listening to this, you probably go by Don, not Donald. But if you are listening to this, not reading this, (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't remember the title of your book, man, for whatever reason, that one always escapes me, but it's so good. You'll find it if you search for it. But now he's pivoted into doing more business stuff and really working with businesses and probably churches too. I think I heard him on Andy Stanley's podcast, but to craft the story of their mission and their business and to invite their audience in. So his big thing, and this is huge when he mentioned it, the shift that needs to happen is that we are not the hero of our own stories, right? Because we think if we're going to have this personal brand, it's all about us. And he says, no, it is all about our audience. We are the guide and they are the hero. And it makes so much sense to me as I've been studying really strong personal brands and the people behind them. And all of them are very audience focused or started really audience focused and do such a good job of tying their story into their audience's story. And that's how they intersect. And I just, I just think that there's so much to learn from Don. 
definitely recommend reading his book called Story Brand. And it's such an easy read. Like he does so, he's so story driven, obviously, but it makes it so easy to remember. I just recently started listening to his podcast. I didn't even know he had one. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I mostly had read his books and I took one of his courses, uh, the Story Brand course online a couple of years ago. Uh, right after I had my sixth baby, I was part of, I remember nursing and like going through this and watching the videos with the computer on the bed next to me as I nursed my baby and having to stop when he'd cry and, you know, whatever else. And it was just really, um, I don't know why I shared that, but that's what I think of when I think of going through the course, because it was, it's so closely tied to that. But um, the other thing I really love about him is he has a really similar mission to me and my husband outside of his business. So one of the things that my husband and I are really called to is helping people in ministry find rest. And we actually have a place right next to our house. We have a cabin that we, um, you know, we let our network of people in ministry stay in for free. And it's just to let them come and rest and retreat or play or whatever they need to really restore their soul. And I just heard on Don's podcast that that's what they're doing. They're building this massive house in Tennessee so that they can invite people in to find restoration and just be restored. And it's funny to me how our, our stories kind of align that way. So I especially enjoy following for that. But his stuff is golden. It's so wrapped in story. And the more I run a business, the more I do marketing campaigns, the more I work with people, the more I see how story is everything. It is everything. And I know for a fact I will eventually do a podcast on that alone, but it is so powerful and he does it so well. So pick up his book. It's called Story Brand. Highly recommend it. Definitely go through it because it will transform how you think about your business and your personal brand. Now, finally, I couldn't end this podcast without sharing my mentor, Stu McLaren. So I'm in Stu's Impact Mastermind. So I've gotten to know him really well over the last couple of years. You've heard me talk about him like every single episode, maybe, because he's been a really big influence on what I've been doing in my business. And he actually was one of the first people that kind of I noted making a big shift from a business brand to a personal brand. I didn't know him beforehand. I've only been following him for a couple of years since he launched his tribe experience. But even then, he was leaving a software partnership that he was part of where the brand was the business brand, not his own personal brand. And he was always kind of the guy behind the scenes and shifting to doing his own thing. And I think he worked with Michael Hyatt too. Yes, he did. I don't know where the timeline intersects with that, but either way, he was putting those projects behind him and moving into doing his own thing and growing his own personal brand. And it was really fun to watch him, especially during that first time that he did Tribe, because he did a lot of Facebook Lives. And like the Facebook Lives from the first week were so much more formal and stiff than by the end. Like he let a lot of his quirks come out. You heard about how I made animated GIFs of some of those quirks back in episode three, which is still the most popular episode of this podcast to date, which just cracks me up, maybe because I love animated GIFs so much. But he's really excellent at story as well. But every one of his stories wraps back into his audience and what they need and, you know, what they can learn from it. And uh, he's, he truly is a master storyteller, especially the story about his mom's license plate, which I will, I'll let you wonder about if you 
ever get the joy of hearing about that one. It's pretty good. But I'm really, I've really enjoyed watching him transition. And he was kind of that first person that clued me into the fact that, huh, this is a bigger movement going on and you can leverage a personal brand to grow a business brand and then have that business brand that then leverages like the growth of your personal brand. And so it's, he got like the wheels spinning in my head about, oh, you can actually have both and they can both benefit each other so that when you do want to pivot one day, if you want to, or say you want to sell your business and start something new, you can still do that because you've got that separate brand, but you also have that personal brand that you can rely on and people will follow you if they love you and they'll still keep following that business if they love and use that business. Right. But that was something that I learned from him. That was really, really interesting to me. It's something I hadn't really thought of before. I kind of saw them as completely opposite things. It was just personal brand or business brand in my mind. It made me regret not starting a personal brand much, much sooner in my business, but I've seen him really, really step into who he is and really become comfortable sharing his quirks. I mean, he's just like a big kid and it's fun to see him letting the world see that side of him and having gotten to know him through watching him do this online, like via Instagram or on his Facebook lives or wherever it is. I mean, I've gotten to know him in person because we do, you know, we have meetups every couple of months for the mastermind he runs But he's just really done a great job of that. And I have a lot of respect for him. And in fact, one of the big reasons that I have invested in him so heavily and really pursued him as a mentor was because of his high level of ethics, which I would not have known about if he hadn't shared what he really cared about. And if he hadn't shared more of his own personal brand, if he had just kept everything, you know, kind of on the surface level, I would never know how committed he was to his clients, how committed he was to doing the right thing, his heart for giving. And like they have a, him and his wife started a charity building schools in Africa. I mean, it's just really, I would never have known any of that. And that's literally why I connected with him. And when I heard that, and I heard about the impact like we could have with our businesses and how that was a big part of his motivation for running a business, That's when I was sold on joining his course and just really following him and pursuing him as a mentor. And so it really goes to show how powerful having that personal brand and sharing our values can be. And so if you aren't following Stu, definitely follow him on Instagram. He does a lot with Facebook and Facebook Live as well. He's great. And by the way, I'll maybe be bringing him on the podcast soon. I'm, I'm hoping to line up an interview with him. And we actually have something on the calendar, so that'll be fun. So I can't wait to actually introduce him to you right here on the podcast. So that was a lot of people. I know that was a lot of people. I probably should have called that down a little bit, but there's so many people that I think Like there's something different from each of these people that you can really learn from. And I would love to see you go out and follow them. But the other thing is, I would love to know who are your favorite personal brands to follow? Because I am always looking for other people to follow who are really rocking it because I want to learn from them. I want to see what they're doing. I want to see what I want to try. Just I love dissecting what people are doing and I love getting to know more people out there. So if you know, you're listening to this on your phone, take a screenshot, 
and um, tag me and them in a story or something on Instagram or send me a DM they're telling or join our group. If you're not part of our personal brand journey group yet, go there and share some of the people that you love following so that the rest of our community can follow them as well. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you would subscribe to this podcast. So once you've done that, come back, subscribe, and you won't miss a single episode. So thanks so much. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Definitely check the show notes so you can get links to follow all of these people. And then go check them out. Go say hi. Go engage with them. Tell them I sent you. And yeah, I hope you learn a lot from following them. So with that, I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is gettheprivatepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.